It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. When I'm out and about, I find myself talking about A Quilter's Life podcast. I don't really want to sound like some type of salesperson because as you know, I'm not selling anything. So when Guthrie and I were at a podcasting conference and went to the gym in the hotel, a lady got on the treadmill beside me. I tried not to bring it up, but I just couldn't help myself. I'm so happy that Sherry Sightsinger chose that treadmill that day while she was there for a vacation. It was so great to meet another wonderful quilter. Sherry, I am so excited to talk with you today. I was so excited to meet you in Nashville and so excited to have you on the podcast today. I think I'm excited about the podcast. I've told all my friends about it and it was really neat how we met in Nashville side by side on the treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my first interview with someone. So this will be interesting. (laughs) I am so looking forward to it. Yeah, we were on treadmills beside each other. And of course, I can't help but talk about quilters and quilting. Mm -hmm. And when I asked you, you looked at me with such a shock look on your face. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. I was like, how does she know that I do quilts? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get started with. Tell me about where you were born and raised. I was born in Oklahoma, actually, Nowata, Oklahoma. You know, a lot of the towns in Oklahoma are Indian names. I was born in Nowata. We moved some when I was small, but I've lived in the Tulsa area, which Nowata is only about 40 minutes from Tulsa. I've lived in the Tulsa area ever since I was mm, 10 years old, and I'm 64 now, so. I'm a true Okie. <laughs> 64 is too young to have a granddaughter 30. <laughs> well, she's my stepdaughter's daughter, so, but I was there when she was born, so she's yeah. just like my true granddaughter, so. Yeah. That's what I know her as. <laughs> that's neat. Share with me a special childhood memory. I've come up with, you know, two different ones, and actually both of them involve my grandma. One is I remember my cousins from Kansas coming, and my family, and we were all at my grandma's, and she had a little bitty house, and I remember sleeping on cots outside for the night. And I don't even care for camping now, but that was really fun. I think it was just a family thing. I still like to spend time with family. And then one other time, a different cousin came to my grandma's, and I was there. And my grandma had a treadle machine. And I had a little bit of sewing experience because I got to take home ec in school in seventh grade. But my cousin and I, which she was quite a bit older than me, probably 10 years, she helped me make a top 
And I remember that, sewing like my grandma's on the treadle machine. <laughs> Those are the two things I thought of when you ask about a childhood memory. It is great to be with family, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Are you still close with your cousins and get to see them? Not as much, simply because they live, still live in Kansas. That's where my grandma came from, was Kansas. And usually about once a year at the family reunion is when I see them. Mm-hmm. But we stay in touch, you know, like on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. Tell me about your employment. Well, right now I'm retired. I just went ahead and retired at 62. I had worked for 20 years at a law office doing their in-house bookkeeping. And my husband and I have always had a business and I've done the bookkeeping for it. And that's pretty much it. I'm retired. I do a lot of things for my parents. They're both in their 80s. Doctor's visits, groceries, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So they live near you? Yes. I live in Skytook, Oklahoma, just outside of town. And they're not married, but I have them both each their own apartment at the same apartment complex. So that makes it easier, too. (laughs) 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 But that's pretty much what I do anymore, besides my sewing, looking after them and just enjoying life. Well, my next question is, where do you live now, and how did you get here from where you were born and raised? But it sounds like you stayed pretty much in the same area. Yes, yes, pretty much. Skytook's an okay town, but it's home. Yeah. (laughs) It's home, Uh uh-huh. Well, besides quilting, are there other crafts that you do or have done? Well, over the years, I've done, I remember for a couple of years, I was making ceramics. And one Christmas, I made everybody ceramics. And it's funny because, you know, like, as our grandparents pass away, and then my husband's parents have both passed away, and as they're distributing their belongings, you know, I wrote on the back of them that I had made them, and they'll say, well, Sherry, you made this. Would you like this back? So it's like I'm gathering them all back in, the ceramics. <laughs> <laughs> and it does bring back memories of when I made them and such. And I do sew quilts now, but years ago, I made lots of clothes. I made my stepdaughter's clothes. I made lots of clothes for my granddaughter. I made knee clothes. And I've also done some painting. I've tried cross-stitch, but I didn't care for it. It's too tedious. Hmm. That's mostly the crafts that I've done over the years. How fun. I've always enjoyed them, yes. And I like making things for other people. That's usually where most of my things go is to other people. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that the greatest, Uh to be able to give something handmade? Yes, Uh it is, and they always love it. Mm Mm-hmm. How about other hobbies? I really can't think of any other hobbies. I know that 
when I can get my husband to go, we like to go out on the boat and go fishing. But other than that, I, I really don't have hobbies. It's just my craft things that I do. Yeah. Is there a certain type of fishing you like to do? We like to do walleye fishing and crappie fishing and um, hybrid fishing. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of fish, because we catch them, and as my husband says, catch a release into the frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> Most bass fishermen, it's catch and release back into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my husband says, well, we catch and release into the frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, fish that we like to eat, that's what we like to go fishing for. Yeah. It's always fun to get one of those ones that fight a lot on the line because it, they're harder to get in and it takes longer, but it's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. I've had two other interviews where they enjoyed fishing, so. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. My question is, do your other hobbies somehow show up in your quilting? But I don't think fishing shows up in quilting. (laughs) Well, not really, other than the quilt that I made for my grandson. And then one that I made for my husband had hunting and fishing fabric in it, the real tree. So. Basically, that's about the only way is if I'm making something for one of them or someone else that I know fishes or hunts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it does work it. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell me about who introduced you to quilting. Well, as far as introducing me and me actually participating, I took uh, probably 30 years ago a continuing education class that they were teaching quilting and her name was Mrs. Spurgeon. So basically she did, but then I have quilts here that my dad's mom made by hand and quilted by hand. So I don't know if I would say my grandma did, but basically Mrs. Spurgeon at the continuing education class is the one that got me into making quilts. Uh-huh. Do you hand quilt or do you machine quilt? Years ago, I did hand quilt. I'm not able to now because I don't have arthritis bad, but my thumb will lock up on me if mm. I try to hand quilt. I have a cousin that has a long arm quilting machine, and I usually send my quilts to her. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Describe your favorite quilt. Well, that's a hard one. (laughs) Because when I first started making quilts, I learned how to make the trip around the world. I don't know if you've heard that. That's what Mrs. Spurgeon called it, trip around the world. And then I don't like to make real busy quilts. I like simple quilts. Like this summer, I made three of those three-yard quilts. I think I've heard of that. Yes. And I like to make lap-size quilts. Years ago, I made the bad size ones. But anymore, I just make smaller ones for people to snuggle up in. Mm -hmm. 
So I guess my favorite quilt would be a lap quilt. My favorite pattern, I really don't have a favorite pattern. I like them all, but I like them simple. Mm-hmm. And is there a favorite tool that you prefer to use? Well, I really like my rotary cutters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was introduced to the rotary cutter like, you know, just a few years ago. And I really like using my rotary cutter. And other than that, my cutting mats. But as far as a particular hand tool, I don't know that I have a favorite. Yeah. So if you were just introduced to the rotary cutter a few years ago, were you cutting out pieces with scissors? Yes, with scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow. But I had a good pair. I had the pair of gingers that I've had for probably 30 years. And I love them. Yeah, they're great. And that's all I cut with it is fabric. What's your favorite part of the quilting process? I believe just piecing it together. Because as you piece it together, you see what it's going to look like. I don't really design quilts. And my worst part is sandwiching them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why I send them off. I have a new quilting friend, though, that she says she's going to show me how to easily sandwich quilts. But I believe just sewing the pieces together and just watching it come together. Yeah, that is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now for the fun question. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst quilting experience? Before I had found out that my cousin in Kansas had a long arm quilting machine or before she got hers I had made a quilt for my granddaughter and I had spent a lot of time on it it's a beautiful quilt and I sent it somewhere else here locally to get quilted and I didn't know you were supposed to leave like three inches all the way around or four you know the back Uh uh-huh And she calls me, and the lady had mostly got it quilted. And she calls me, and she says, she explained to me how she couldn't quilt to the end, that I need to come get the quilt and add some more to the quilt. Well, I thought she meant, like, more blocks. And I already had my borders on there. And I think all she meant was just add some fabric. You know, like, I don't know what you call that you know, where she could quilt all the quilt. And I let her cut some of it off. Oh. Some of my quilt. Yeah. And I regretted that ever since I did it because it kind of ruined the quilt as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't explain to me really what she meant. Basically, that's my worst quilt experience, having to cut part of my quilt off that I had made. Yeah. And it wasn't really necessary. Hmm. I have never sent one out to a long-arm quilter, so I'm still 
try and figure out some of that terminology. So I, I knew the the back had to be wider, but you're yeah, saying she went, in, she went in more on the front of the quilt or the back of the quilt? She wanted more on the back of it. Okay. But because, uh, okay, I know that at the beginning of a quilt, it was called a leader. You know, like on a, a document, you have a header and a footer. Well, I guess it would be the footer part of it. She wanted more back on it so that she could stitch across it. I'm having a hard time explaining myself. Yeah, no, the bottom line is <laughs> we had to cut part of my quilt off. <laughs> it's really, really sad, isn't it? Um, yes, yes, it might be very sad. <laughs> and you worked so hard on it. Um, Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And why do you think you make quilts rather than spending your time doing something else? I think I just enjoy, you know, it's just me, no one else. And I just enjoy the solitude. I enjoy seeing something come together that I've made. And why I choose quilting is I just think that people really enjoy them because most of mine, like I said, I give away. And it's like I'm giving a piece of me. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love the fabric. I love going in a fabric store. And, I mean, my heart just jumps when I go in a quilt store, fabric store. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the creation of it. And we talked about how you love to give them as gifts. So who do you usually yes. make them for? Usually for family. But like if a friend, you know, now it would be a friend's daughter or granddaughter having a baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when my age don't have babies. But <laughs> someone I know having a baby. I like to make baby quilts too. Mostly so far, it's family, but I have given them to people that were just friends. Like I said, everyone just goes crazy over them, and it really makes you feel good to know that they like them as well as you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one, I'm getting ready to donate to the Catholic Church here in town. The church has a bazaar in November, and... I have a friend that attends there, so I'm going to donate one of my quilts for that, for them to sell or raffle or whatever. Oh, neat. Yeah. Charity's always a good place to mm -hmm. have quilts, too. Yes. What are you working on right now? Well, that's another thing that this summer I haven't really gotten to work on a quilt, specific quilt for myself, other than those three-yard quilts, like at the beginning of the summer. But this summer, I have been going up to the Catholic Church on Tuesdays with my friend, and we've been doing crafts like painting ceramics or sewing little simple baby quilts, just flannel. I would call them receiver blankets mm -hmm. and little fleece hats. But right now, mostly this summer, I've mostly just been helping at the Catholic Church 
with their bazaar. So I haven't got to work on a quilt for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it keeps you busy, though. That's great. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. The most recent one I put together was just a panel one. I had asked my son, I said, would you like for me to make you a quilt? His immediate response was no. And I'm sure he's thinking of an old grandma quilt, you know. Yeah. So I haven't made him a quilt. Well, I was in a quilt store and they had a Batman panel. And whenever he was small, I made him Batman outfit, Robin outfit, (laughs) and different kinds of He'd want to wear those to Walmart, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't resist. I bought the panel and I sewed some borders on it. And I'm going to attempt to quilt that one myself on my machine. I have a machine that has the long throat. So I'm going to attempt it and we'll see how that goes. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Even if he doesn't want to use it to cover up with, it's just a little bigger than a throw size. He can hanging on the wall for a wall hanging. (laughs) My son is 43, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) And I'm making him a Batman quilt. (laughs) You're going to have to let me know his reaction. Okay. (laughs) Share a quilting tip that you like. Be patient. (laughs) As far as when you're working on your things, And I have to work on my patience in all areas of my life. But one thing that as far as when I'm sewing, I sew with a little bigger stitch. So if I do have to rip it out, it's not so hard. Hmm. And I like to find, and just because this is the way everyone, you know, this is the way grandma did it, you know, just like the rotary cutter. Just because grandma did it this way doesn't mean I have to do it that way. And whatever method that's easier today that people have developed, go with that. Mm-hmm. And watch lots of videos. <laughs> <laughs> you learn lots of things from other quilters. We sure do. Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to share with me about who you are, what you would want people to know about you, or anything else about quilts? Well, I don't consider myself that interesting of a person. I live kind of a boring life, but my advice would be to keep your family close, spend time with family. Love your family and just share life with them. I would like to say also share Jesus with them. And I pray for my family. And as far as quilting, I just love to create things and to give them to people and to see the smile on their face. Yeah. Yes. I think sometimes the best part of making the quilt is giving it away. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. One other thing I've been working on this summer is I've never labeled my quilts. Oh. And I'm starting to learn how to do that. 
just like I got some of my ceramics back, I've gotten some of my quilts back and I'm going to label them because I do remember when I made them and who they were for. So maybe one, one piece of advice is be sure and label your quilts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, Sherry, I'm so, so happy that we got to do this interview. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting to know you, too. Bye, Bye. Paula. You can find more stories on aquilterslife.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website to set up an interview. And as always, thanks for listening.